Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. All right, welcome back to Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby. Uh, we're going to have Billy Joe on the... Uh, where are we going to see Billy Joe? We're going to be able to see. Yeah, he's going to be right there. There he is. There he is. Billy Joe Tolliver, former Texas Tech great. And he's, I'm assuming you're Texas in the parking lot of the golf course. Uh, pretty close, yes. Okay. We're well, not what driving, time you are teeing you? Off? Good morning. Good morning. What time you tee off, Billy? Uh, we don't we don't tee off for another two hours. Oh, good. Well, we can't. Yeah, that'd be good. All right. Now, is this something you do, what, five days a week? Go play golf? <laughs> no, I, I just, usually on the weekend, that's about it. Okay. Are you at Shreveport? Yes. You're living there now, aren't you? For, no, I live in Baton Rouge. I'm just up for the, for the, the game. game. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, you okay. live in Baton How far is Baton Rouge from Shreveport? Is it pretty uh, close? About 220 miles. Oh, oh wow. my gosh. I didn't, know it was that, I didn't know Louisiana was that big. Well, that's well, good. We're at the bottom of the state, and they're at the top. Yep. Well, All right. Will we look for you on the sidelines tonight? Uh, well, I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm trying to stay in witness protection here, but I'm sure I'll sneak down there. <laughs> well, you look like you're in witness protection. What's the deal with you got the uh, the beard going Christmas. there? And it's Christmas. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're playing. I, I got to play Santa Claus for the grandbabies. I'm fat enough to do it. <laughs> and you've dyed your hair white. It used to be red. Hey, take your cap off. Is your is your is your hair red still? Yeah, yeah. there you go. You still got still little. got some in there. It's it's a little, it's a little red, but it's graying. Yeah, it, I can't see anything. I can't either. <laughs> I, I got to have like three pair of glasses so I can look at different stuff. But How uh, come I can't see y'all. Well, you, know, you got to use your imagination. Yeah, it's well. The reason you can't is because well, we're on TV, and it somehow for some reason. We can't make that happen. It seemed like we could in this world we live in today, but we can't. When was the last time we have actually been in the same room together? That's probably been been a while. When, oh, when was man. the last time you were in Lubbock? You, I'm you, trying to think. It's been a while. It has, hasn't it? Won't you come? Won't you come back and visit? Uh, I came. I guess the last time I was there was uh, for the Par Buster a couple of years ago. Okay. Who'd you play with? Uh, Flanagan. Bert Allen, a guy here in Shreveport. Oh, you did? Y'all came out here? Yeah. Do you talk to Mark Flanagan anymore very much? Yeah, just yesterday. Okay. Well, good. You know, he's he's like a family man now. Yeah, good for him. Who would have thought it? I know, at, at 80. However <laughs> 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 old he is. He's, he's 107. Settle <laughs> down. <laughs> He still looks young. Yeah, they, yeah, they're awesome. They're good people, and uh, their da- uh, daughter is. I don't want to give away all her life story and everything, <laughs> but she is very, very talented. Yes, yeah. uh, she's up in uh, Madeline's up in uh, New York. Big hit, you know, traveling the world. She's a big deal. It's just all. It's awesome to see. Well, you know, Kim, I saw her at. Uh, um, wherever at ac thrash when they had the <laughs> opening deal and and mark was there and she goes she told me 
She goes, David, big news today. Mark is a daddy. And I said, he is. We've known that a long time. No, I didn't say that. But I said, uh, and she said he adopted her. Oh. He adopted her. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Very proud of him. Very proud great of him. Day. They're doing great. They really are doing great. And I'm proud of all of them. That's a cool deal. All right. So, you're, you, but hey, have you, have you talked to Joey McGuire? Has, he, he'd make you feel like a million bucks, Joey. I mean, a Billy Joe. Hey, yes. Made me feel like I could still play. And I can't. <laughs> I can't can barely walk 18 holes. <laughs> but just getting he's around. Got lot, he, he's got a lot of energy. He does, doesn't he? Well, wait a minute. Before we leave that. <clears throat> you do you walk eighteen holes? No. Okay, <laughs> I was about to say I don't either. I ride. I mean, you can't see me, but I'm not a slave to physical fitness anymore. <laughs> we can see you pretty good. I, I'm a rester. <laughs> You're a rester. <laughs> Got it down yeah. pretty good. Learning how to rest. Well, are you excited? Well, what about- are we gonna? What? How are we looking tonight, man? I mean, didn't we get a bunch of cats that get, went in the portal? Yep. You know, some of them are playing. Whole receiving crew. Yes. Yeah, we lost a bunch of receivers to the portal. I don't know. Are any of those playing tonight? Yeah, I think Fungi and uh, I think one or one or two others. They're gonna play. That's what. That's what a good guy or coach is. He said, "Hey, they're part of us. Now come on and play. If they're gonna leave, well, that's all right." A lot of coaches would say, "Get out of here." But have you have you visited with Coach McGuire much? Uh, yeah, we talk every now and then. Uh, I don't bother him. You know, he's kind of busy during the season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we we don't bother uh, him much either. You've talked to him enough to know what kind of guy he is, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, this, the guys I've played with, uh, you know, guys like Joe McBride and them, they knew him real well, and he came highly, highly recommended. And yeah. he's been, uh, you know, to us, you know, and he's just an awesome guy. He's doing a fantastic job. Uh, we could keep our guys healthy. We we might do something down the road, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, them evaluating and developing talent, um, giving us a chance. These new people coming in the conference, uh, new teams and everything. It's a different uh, it's a different landscape now, and uh, got to play different styles against different people and things. So uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing how it goes. Uh, you know, you hate the Longhorns, but that is what it is. They're leaving. Are you glad they're leaving? No. I, I'm I not wish, either. Uh, I wish Arkansas was still – I wish it was the Old Southwest <laughs> Conference still. We back. talk about that all the time, Billy <coughs> Joe. We, we, want, we wish we had the Old Southwest Conference back. That was yeah, a great Aggies, conference. Texas. Yeah. I mean, no, no offense to Oklahoma or anything, but I let them play in their Big 8 like they used to yeah. and let us have our Southwest Conference. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, big I go 12, all big 10, all that. You know, I, I don't like it. Regional football, that's what we need. I, we got to get back. We got these teams all over the country now that are in our conference. I, I don't yeah, know. That's ridiculous. The travel. Yeah. The travel that teams have to do. I mean, isn't Cincinnati in it? Yeah. 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 Well, West Virginia, well, Cincinnati. I mean, BYU. Yeah, BYU. Arizona's now yeah. are in it. I don't know. Well, you're, you're – your non-revenue generating sports. Uh, you know, I'm just concerned with all the schools across the country that have all this travel on their non-revenue generating sports. On are they going to be able to sustain it? You know, are they going to keep their program alive? Yeah, I'm going to say you know, that not. They're not going to be able to sustain it the way it is now. They're going to have to 
and and Kirby and I have talked about this. We need to go to regional conferences for all the sports except football. And if you want to throw basketball in there, throw basketball in there. But you can't do it with golf and volleyball and softball, no, soccer, and all, all that. It's just it's it's not sustainable to fly twenty yeah. something softball players across the country for. Oh, and volleyball is even worse. They fly across the country and play three games, and yeah, you know, they ought to just play out at the airport and get back on the plane and come home. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Well, I just, I don't know. I, I just hope and pray that uh, that opportunity is not taken away from the kids that, you know, they've worked their lives to get to that point and play college athletics and everything, and, and just the business of the of the sport ends up taking it away from them. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Yeah, well, I agree. Speaking of kids, you had several kids. Did any of them play sports? You got five, don't you? Uh, yeah, one of them. One of them was uh, he was a pretty decent player, uh, wide receiver. He, I think he was all state player, and uh, he he actually went and played baseball, played football at New Mexico, transferred to Texas Tech, played baseball, blew out his arm, or was trying to play baseball. Blew out his arm showing off in the weight room, and he was just done. And then I had another boy, uh, I guess my middle son, he uh, he loved baseball. He's a really intelligent kid, uh, you know, but he had uh, medical issues, and he couldn't play anymore. And that, that was a shame because he loved it. He You know, he's one of those guys that he wasn't the best, but he worked real hard at it. Uh, you know, those kind of guys you need on your team. And uh, he competed hard, but – you know, now he's a big deal in Atlanta. Oh, he is? Company man, corporate corporate lackey. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Hey, Ron Reeves texted in, texted me, and he said, tell Billy Joe that he was my hero when I was a young boy growing up in Lubbock. You remember you remember right. Ron Reeves, don't you? Isn't that, isn't that quite a coincidence? Because Ron was mine. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> Rocket Ron. Oh. Up there chucking it back in the day. He was. I Just like you were chucking it. That's why y'all were each other's hero. Because y'all both chunked it down the field. Oh, those quarterbacks, we stick together. I know it. Well, you know, a lot of people, you know, the state championships are going on right now in Texas. And a lot of people may not remember that when you were at Boyd High School, in your senior year, you led the, the Boyd Yellow Jackets to a 15-0-1 record and the 2A state championship. Where did y'all play that game? It wasn't at the Cowboys place, was it? Uh, no, I waited at Baylor. Baylor, at Waco, okay. The, uh, yeah, the uh, I remember it, it's like it was so – it was during – you know, this is like ski season and everything, and – so it was hard to get a bus, you know. They, they wanted to charter a bus. So we didn't have to take the yellow dog uh, down to Waco. <laughs> oh, big dog! I mean, it was like some sixty nine, nineteen sixty nine Trailways or something. I mean, it was like aluminum. Looked like an Airstream trailer, you know. And uh, we left to go, and it was like they just rolled up to town, and everybody was following us. Yeah, and, and I mean. You would think nobody in Boyd knew how to get to Waco, it seemed like, because they just <laughs> got in line behind us and followed us. And we pulled we over. We got a convoy. We, you know, we didn't have a bathroom in the bus. <laughs> it was so old. And we pulled over to use the bathroom, and we're all standing outside on the side of the road. And every car just pulled over behind us. <laughs> and that's, the, that's the one thing that always stuck out to me. Why didn't they just keep going? <laughs> But, uh, you know, it was snowing and everything, and it was bad. And then uh, 
probably <sighs> probably the best high school football team I ever saw uh, played behind us after we got done, Dangerfield. Dangerfield yeah. just ran roughshod over everybody. Yeah. Well, go, go, back to, wait a minute, go back to the pen beside the road. Did y'all just get out and use the restroom right beside the bus? Yeah. That's what I, that's what yeah. I visualized. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's, well, that's what we, we did. did. And everybody just pulled in behind us. I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> a little private here. Like, like, Bob, isn't that your mom right there? <laughs> that is funny. Who did y'all beat in the state championship? They didn't see, they didn't even get mentioned in this article. Uh, Groveton. Groveton. Okay. And what yeah, you they had a very They had a very talented team. We, uh, we were fortunate to get out of that one a lot. How'd you, how much you beat them? You remember the score? Surely you do. I think I think it was sixteen to eight. Sixteen to eight. That is cool. Well, you know it's a big deal now. They play at Dallas Cowboys AT and T Stadium three three games a day for four days in a row. Today's the final day. The big schools are playing today. It's pretty yeah, cool. That, that's the way they do it. They do it down here that way. Everybody meets at the dome, and then, and then like three days they play them all. Yeah, it's really and there's twelve divisions now. You know, everybody's got Division One, Division Two. I don't get it. I, it's ridiculous. I know it. Everybody, want, they want everybody to get a state championship trophy. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, want. State. I mean, it, but you know, I guess Texas is so big. You know, you got two two A champions, right? Yeah. Oh, you got two one yeah. A champions. Yeah. Two three A champions. Two six man champions. Well, yeah, one's one A. I don't know yeah, why they I don't mean, do twelve. You know. Yeah, twelve. How 12. do you know? We're twelve A. How do you know who the state champ is? <laughs> those, those two teams got to get together and play. Well, you think? Yeah. But they do little school, big school. Yeah. They. I don't know. And that's what when I've always laughed about. College, I've always laughed about some the class of those athletes A. Some go off to college. Yeah. The one A schools, they have big school, little school, one A. Well, you're talking about what, fifty in this one and fifty five in the other yeah. one. Yeah. Anyway, I don't uh, think we're going to fix it. They they seem to like it. Maybe it's more money. Yeah. That's it's more money for somebody. I bet. And then, how many years in the pros, Billy Joe? Ten? Was it ten? More than that, wasn't it? Uh, I think I played eleven or twelve, something like that. Yeah, and with a lot of different teams, a lot of different teams, NFL, CFL. Shreveport Pirates. Yeah, well, I was I was very lucky in that uh, when I was at Texas Tech, we had five offenses, so I got to I learned how to digest a play a playbook. Yeah. So I, it was easy for me to go from team to team and figure out their playbook. Yeah, that did help. They, they just kept me kept me long enough to figure out that I wasn't accurate enough. Oh, <laughs> then I go to another team. <laughs> <laughs> but you can throw it really good. He goes. He throws it really good. He just doesn't hit the guys. Well, so it sounds like you're saying you were pretty smart, and I, nobody would know that because you didn't go to class all that much. So, are you, were you a pretty smart guy? Are you still? Well, I don't know, Coach. You know, self praise is half scandal. <laughs> you know, you start you start bragging on yourself. Some of it's a lie. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. That is for sure. Well, what tell everybody how to get on this Zoom thing? Yeah, I'm proud of you too. It ain't easy. Uh, hey, tell everybody what you're doing now. What you, uh, you know, kind of what you're doing in Baton Rouge. Uh, well, me and my sons, me and my two boys are. Uh, my son-in-law owns uh, walk-ons, and he owns uh, small sliders. Yeah, and um, so we opened one of those stores, and we're running it for them. We're going to have a few of them. The boys own it, and. 
So I just sat there and flip burgers every day and <laughs> clean up the place and you don't do either. do whatever I do to make 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 certain that I can get some a quality product out to the consumer. I got you. <laughs> are, you are you are you a part of the one here in Lubbock? You are a part of the one here in Lubbock, aren't you? The walk-ons? Yeah. No, you're not. That's Drew Brees. Uh, he's a he's the partner in the in the. Uh, the brand with my son-in-law. Okay, yeah. Oh, that worked out good. But that's a that's a franchise store in Lubbock. Yeah, it is. Hey, hey go ahead. Since you're not teeing off for another hour and forty-five minutes, have you got a little more time to hang with us? Yeah, I mean, I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, we're fixing to take a break, so take you a quick nap, get rested up, and we'll we'll hit it hard again after these after this break. Is that okay? But don't go away. Yeah, no. You'd have to rehook up. Yeah, don't rehook up. Just hang right there. <laughs> All right, just sit here. Billy right. Joe Tolliver, everybody, former Texas Tech great, still a he's still a great from Texas Tech, and he's with us here on the show today. We're going to talk Red Raider football when we come back on Sports Talk with Thetford Nashby. Sports Talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Benefit Solutions of West Texas. That's Lori Kasler and Tanya Blackburn. And what's so wonderful about them, there's lots of things wonderful about them. But uh, they have the knowledge and the know-how on uh, Medicare. And I'm telling you, they like they make it complicated for, you know, like, I don't know why they make it so complicated, but it well, is, we, and they can do it. We had lunch yesterday for a guy, Rice Horky, whose birthday was yesterday, and it was his 65th birthday, so our conversation yesterday was on Medicare. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's sort of sad, but that's our conversation, <laughs> a great deal of our conversation yesterday. So he said uh, he's going to head over toward yeah, go see Lori him. and Tanya. Because they, have, they, have the, they know what it is. They can explain it to you and get you in the right coverage, the right parts that you need to have. And the right pricing that you want to have. So, Laurie Kasler, Tanya Blackburn, see, it's a new name, used to be something else, but now it's Senior Benefit Solutions of West Texas, and they're still out in the same location, hey. out on 86th Street at 2513 86th Street. You can give them a call at 781 3904. Look at there. Monday through Friday. Can you there hear he us? I, yeah. I can hear y'all. All okay. right. There's uh, Robert Giovanetti. Welcome to the program, Gio. Good to have you here with us. Like you're in a fancy place. Yeah, I'm in the uh, the hospitality suite here in the uh, Shreveport Hilton, where they put us up this week. They've been, uh, uh, I got to tell you guys, unbelievable hospitality from the from the folks here in Louisiana. It's been great. They're well, glad to have us. We just had Billy Joe Tolliver on, and he talked about the folks of Shreveport. Yeah, Billy Joe's a good Louisiana boy, right? Yeah, he, didn't he live here for a while after he? Uh, he did yeah. live there for a while. Now he's in Bat- Baton Rouge, but he he Baton does. Rouge, yeah. He does. He played he, for the states, right? Yeah, he was there yeah. for a he while. He was like a casino host or greeter yeah. or something, which is just a great job for Billy Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd be good at that. Yeah, he he would be. Well, do they have a casino there at the Hilton? They do not have one here, but they do have one. Uh, there's several within walking distance and uh, short little Uber rides away. So uh, uh, the people here that have wanted to spend their money or make some money have been able to uh, do so pretty handily. Well, how about you? Uh, no, I haven't really uh, uh, participated much. So uh, 
Just, much. Um, <laughs> much. <laughs> kind of leaving it open. <laughs> Is it much or not at all? <laughs> <laughs> but you can see, too, uh, like, I don't know if you can tell behind me there, I've got some royalty. I've got uh, Wes Kitley sitting at a table there with his family uh, behind us having his breakfast. His grandkids are over there playing uh, uh, slot machine. <laughs> <laughs> no, they put, they put a couple little uh, games in here for us. Uh, Golden Tea, which is a, a, a video golf game, and his kids are over there playing. Uh, Dr. Pye just showed up with his wife. So uh, it's been a busy morning. People, well, It's actually normally a little busier than this this time in the morning, but I think late night, last night for a lot of people, so they're starting to roll in now. All right. What's kind of crowd? With, you, have you seen a bunch of Red Raiders? I, I bet there's a bunch of us down there. It's been crazy. There's been a lot. There was um, the Battle of the Bands and the, the parade last night. There was a huge Texas Tech presence there. Uh, they've been really, they've been fantastic. I'm sort of telling the people at whatever, I don't know what hotel Cal's staying at. So maybe the Cal people or Cal hotel people are telling them the same thing. But our people here are all telling us, hey, we love Texas Tech. We love Texas. And so I, I think we might have a little local lean towards us as well. I tell you what, this bowl, I think Matt Burkholder, who's a media relations guy for us, is sitting across the table from me, but I think it's the 11th oldest bowl. Is that correct, Matt? Yeah, 11th oldest bowl. And they are so proud of this game here in this community, and the community really embraces it. We had a meeting yesterday about game day operations, and the, uh, the volunteers were there, and they're just excited about it. They're, uh, but they seem to be, again, maybe they're telling the Cal people's same things in their ears when, when they're built to them. But they, I feel like they're really uh, uh, happy about what Texas Tech has brought to Shreveport and excited to, to root us on tonight. It should be. A, a, you know, that's two good quality programs to be playing in, in, in the Independence Bowl. So I think they'd be happy with their matchup that they've got. And it looks to me like a good matchup, a good game tonight. Yeah, I think, you know, um, Kenny Perry was at this very table with us yesterday talking about um, – their strengths and their weaknesses and he felt like they they matched up a lot he said they've kind of been like us and that they've beaten most of the people they're supposed to be they lost a one or two they maybe shouldn't have but um you know they've got a really good running back and, and so i think they're we're expecting a pretty good matchup i don't think they got hit, hurt much by the portal i don't think we got hurt uh, that much by the portal so I, I think we'll we'll see everyone at their best tonight i you know we went to uh a uh, couple – I didn't go Friday's practice, but went Thursday's practice. And uh, I can tell you this, Red Raiders have come here ready to play. Yeah, that Hey, that's the biggest deal on a bowl game, Gio, is who wants to be there. You know, a lot of teams, they go to these bowls and they, they don't even want to be there. Well, you got much, right. not much of a chance, and I, the Red Raiders are ready. Well, there are a lot of them like Spike. Spike would take a team there more to enjoy the environment and yeah. have a good time. And I think Joy sees the importance of, of a winning season for one thing. Yeah, and uh, just the importance of, of winning. Period. Joey's done, a, I think, a good job of doing a little bit of both, right? Giving them a lot of free time that they can that they can enjoy whatever they want to. A lot, a lot of their uh, kids' families are here, uh, but then he gets them locked in, and he's got them locked in like a traditional game day. Uh, you know, they had their two meal last night. They went to a movie last night. They got back. Um, you know, they'll be having breakfast here in a little bit down there in the, in the team room. So he's treating it today and yesterday uh, very much like a game weekend. But he did give them some latitude on – we got here Wednesday, so we've been here a pretty long time. Uh, he gave them, you know, some time to enjoy everything on Wednesday and, and Thursday. But then 
starting about yesterday. Let's let's try to get down to business a little bit. I got you. Well, it's been a, you know there's been a lot of things you mentioned the, the battle of the marching bands. They had a Mardi Gras preview parade, the fireworks show. Did you go to that? That was last night. I didn't go, but I saw it from where I was. And it <laughs> you was... <can> see it. <laughs> and Taylor <laughs> Swift <laughs> tribute band concert. Did our did our band? And, who did, who did I, that? I also I also managed to miss that, but um, <laughs> it was uh, uh, the guy. I was telling you guys about Mike Ryan. He he was down there with his daughter and a couple. Of, he got he got roped into babysitting <laughs> duty, so he had a couple of other kids with him. And I guess <laughs> pouring rain, and uh, it, it rained pretty hard last night. And so um, Mike gets deserves a medal for his his dad duty there, but. Uh, they sat out in the rain and enjoyed the, the Taylor Swift cover band or whatever. Yeah, you call whatever it, they were. And then today, Coca Cola Fan Fest. When, that was that starts at noon. At it the starts street. at noon, you know. And, and it's funny if you go out there. And I don't know if you guys were here in '86 or '98, um, but it's literally like there's if you were at Lubbock Fairgrounds, like somebody put a football stadium in the middle of it. So you're just <laughs> you've got all these traditional fair setups. You know, funnel cakes, different food type. You know, I noticed the funnel cakes, so I might be going back. Um, <laughs> all set up outside there. There's the there's the ag exhibit halls, and that's where the Red Raider Club and Alumni Association are going to have their uh, Texas Tech tailgate. But yeah, they're ready to go. We we were over there yesterday, and and uh, they're they're setting up, and that'll start at noon today, just outside that, right by the stadium. It's a you know, it's a it's an older stadium. If you came here in '98, I don't think there's been as much different about it than it was in '98. They might have added um, one of the end zones. Um, there's been some maybe some renovation done there, but it's a very old type of, of stadium. But it's it's kind of a cool, fun atmosphere outside it, and I think people that are here will enjoy going to that that fan fest. When you talk about the the pouring rain last night, what's the forecast for today? Just cold, I think. I think it kicked off. They're expecting it to be in the high 40s just a little wind and then uh near high 30s low 40s by by the end of the game and but i don't think they're expecting any rain tonight i think they're expected to stay pretty pretty dry good and then the uh the uh T- texas tech pregame tailgate starts at five o'clock today runs till eight o'clock and it's at the exhibit hall at the Shreveport Fairgrounds, same place, right? And uh, yeah, right there, all, all there together. You could do both. You could go from one to the other. Um, yeah. I was just talking to Andrea Tyree earlier this morning and and asked if, and again, probably if anybody's here, eh, I may they might be listening to your show. I mean, if anybody that's still in Lubbock, they're probably going to stay in Lubbock, right? They're not yeah. coming, but, uh, but um, you know, those if you if you're here and you don't have a ticket, you can still go buy one at the door. And uh, it's always good, you know. Going last year to uh, the one outside of uh, the Texas Bowl, I, I was just blown away by how many Texas Tech people were in that tailgate area. And so uh, they're expecting a really good crowd tonight. I think they're they're uh, manning up. Their John English from Tailgate Express is is bringing the troops to to <laughs> feed and, and serve drinks for everybody. I think they're expecting a a huge contingent there tonight. Well, it's it, Red Raider fans are awesome. They really are. Uh, we have the best fans, and they continue to support. And uh, it's good to see. And I'm glad we got a good crowd down there. Is, is there a reason they're starting at eight fifteen? Is that because yeah, the, just, the, of the game? Well, you know, th- yeah, there's the I believe the New Mexico Bowl. Yeah. In, uh, in front of us, and, I, and the game is actually right now scheduled to kick at eight twenty, and they could move it to eight twenty five based on. Um, what happens in that New Mexico, New Mexico Bowl? I think it's New Mexico State, and I don't know who they're playing in that one, but Fresno that, State. Fresno State. So they're just 
how could I forget that? Got the got a Fresno State guy right here at my table. Um, <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> but they are. Uh, uh, they'll be watching that. We in that meeting yesterday. They said they'll keep an eye on it based on how that game is is going. They might push our game back five minutes. But uh, yeah, it's all it's all part of the ESPN Bowl spectacular um, that starts starts tonight. I think. I think that that's the first really night yeah, of a, it is of, of good bowl games. Who's yeah. at your table? Gr- Who's at that's your table? That's Grant Stovall, who's uh, our yeah. yeah we know associate. Grant. You know Grant, yeah. For, yeah. You know Grant was a pretty good quarterback back in his days at Florida. Well, well, nobody, nobody that. remembers that, but <laughs> you don't think anybody remembers Grant being no. a great quarterback? In no, uh, people in Florida I, do. <laughs> yeah, there may be a couple people in Florida. <laughs> Maybe Petersburg. Hey, hey, go it's over. Really, to, where's Wes Kitley sitting? Is, it's really fortuitous that Grant came by because he drove by the last time I was on with you guys. Uh, he drove by yeah. last time, uh, and I didn't. I didn't shout him out. He was listening on the radio. And I didn't shout him out. <laughs> so I'm glad he came today to give me a chance to to redeem myself. Let's, well, well, did he have his headset to... on listening to the show? We can yeah, get no, he we was, can get an update from him. Everybody's healthy and ready to go, right? Baron's ready. Oh, it's 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 West Kidley. So, oh, you want to? Yeah, let's see West Kidley. We need to tell West Kidley something. Okay, hang on. Let me take my earphones out too because he won't he won't be able to hear you. Yeah, hang on. That'd be better. To... <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll just show you. Uh, we... Can you hear me? Yeah, <laughs> we can hear you. Not really good. It's a nice place y'all are at, the Hilton. Can't really hear you all no, very the, well. The can ceiling you is. Yeah, the ceiling's really <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's one of the nicer ceilings. You can't hear us? How we'll about probably, now? They'll probably Wait, screw the whole deal up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Trying to do something. Hey, Coach hey. Kidley. <laughs> what are you doing, Coach? Good morning. Good morning. You can't see us, but you know what we look like. Congratulations! Yeah. You just got inducted, didn't you, into the tech, the track hall of fame and track and field? And I watched the whole interview with you. You did a great job. Well, thank you. I'm I'm surprised you were up that late. No, I watched it on replay. I didn't watch it live. I watched it last night, but uh, it was really good. And I, we're so proud of you. And, uh, you know, when you start listening to all the stuff you've done, you almost go, no, he couldn't. that didn't happen. He couldn't have had that many. But it's crazy how many national championships you've won. Well, I've been very fortunate, let me tell you. Uh, good little run at Abilene, and uh, we're not done at Texas Tech yet. So. No, we're not. No, we're sure not. Well, I just wanted to tell you that. And I know you're down there, and, and your boy Zach's going to be leading that offensive tonight. And, we're looking for a great ball game for Texas Tech, and I know you are too. No doubt, we got to go win a ball game, don't we? You got the whole family down there. Is everybody there? Most, most all of them, yes. <laughs> That's good. Well, I'm happy for Zach that he's going to have a relatively healthy quarterback to to yeah. pedal his wares because uh, it's been a, t- a tough go this year as far as uh, the health of our offense. Yeah, I'm very hopeful. Uh, you know that Barron's probably healthier than he's been since West Virginia, you know. So it's been a long time, as you guys know. Yeah, it has been. Well, uh, we won't bother you anymore, Coach, but I know you're having fun, and I uh, just want to tell you how proud we are of you. And I know that the induction ceremony happened on the 13th, and and uh, that was a – where was that? I, I could never tell. Where were, where were you? We were in Denver, Colorado, yeah. It looked like a really great event. It, it really was. They do an exceptional job, make you feel special, and uh, it was a great honor. I'm very appreciative. Well, what other, what other Hall of Fames are out there that you can go into? Are you, are you in all of them? 
<laughs> no, I go into one uh, January 5th, the Texas uh, track and field. I go into that one January 5th, and then I think uh, that's about it. That about do it. <laughs> well, we're going to have a sports talk with that for Nashby Hall of Fame, but I don't know whether you'll make it, but we'll have one of those. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I'll vote for you. You'd definitely be in there. You've always been so good to us, Coach, and we thank you so much. You've been awesome. Well, appreciate you guys. You know that. Well, have a big night tonight. You betcha. Let's wreck them. Let's wreck them. All you right. Bet. Wes Kitley, everybody. Thank you, Jim. Can you, believe, can you imagine running out of Hall of Fames to be inducted into? <laughs> <laughs> well, he ought to be in all of them. He really should be. If, if there's a Hall of Fame he can be in, he's in it. That's yeah, pretty he, amazing. Yeah, he, yeah, that's exactly right. Now, that, uh, thank you for doing that, Gio. That was cool. And, and I was hoping we could do some of this with just – Red Raiders that are around uh, hanging out. Yeah, there's a – again, it's, I'm kind of disappointed in some of my uh, teammates where they are right now. There's, I don't know if they're still sleeping. They're at the casino or where they are. Yeah, they didn't show up yet. Because it's 11 well, – you know, is it 11.15 there or 10.15 there? It's 10.15. It's 10.15. They're same time as us. Okay. Uh, yeah. A couple, couple of the wives are in here. Zane Perry, who's our uh, – uh, a quick manager, he's in here over there, but he's deep in a conversation with somebody, so I don't want to go interrupt him. So uh, yeah. it's uh, it's a, it's a pretty empty, pretty empty space. There's, uh, I think I've told you guys this about a good cotton farmer, uh, good Texan, Brandon Breger. Who's that? <laughs> good morning, yeah. Brandon Breger. He's one. He's our chief photographer, and uh, oh, uh, he's yeah, he's uh, he he's a uh, he went to Cooper, but he's a uh, he's a cotton farmer at heart. Well, that's a good and, man. Uh, Tell him if he yeah. gets a good picture of you, we'd like to have a copy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm generally low on his list at who he's trying to get a picture of. But, uh, he's not He's not following you around. <laughs> hey, we're about through, Geo. Do you need to go do something else? No, I'm, well, you saw what I'm doing. I'm sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to hang on to hang on through the break? And, up? It's up to you guys. You want, uh, maybe some uh, more exciting people come in in the break. <laughs> no. Do we have more exciting people, Gary? No. Take no. A, hey, take a break, and then uh, we'll be back. We'll be back and visit I'm, more with Robert Giovanetti right after this. Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey, J&W Services, Sunnycoat Distributors in Midland, Texas, Red Raiders. And, uh, boy, if you're in the oil and gas business in Midland, Texas, and, and the Permian Basin, and we know you are, most of you, the uh, you need them on your team. They just can, they can do so many different things to help keep you up and running and going and and to make your job much easier. J and W Services, Lenco Distributors in Midland, Texas, serving the whole Permian Basin, Eastern New Mexico, all across this part of the United States. They are awesome. And Mighty Wash, they're also down there, and they're all in the same mm-hmm. places all across the Permian Basin, eastern New Mexico. There's six or seven of them here in Lubbock, and the people are the ones that make the difference at uh, Mighty Wash. They do a great job. And I know you need your car washed right now because of the weather we just had, and uh, Mighty Wash would be the place to go. All right, we got Coach Parr on the phone with us. Coach Seth Parr, he is a state champion. And, Coach, we're so proud of you. The Anna Coyotes win at 26-0 over Chapel Hill out of Tyler. And, Coach, it was so fun to watch. It was just a great, great win. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, uh still don't know what to think about it, but uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was a, it was a great experience. 
I know. David it. said when you left Coronado and went there that what we'll do is as soon as he wins a state championship, we'll have him on the show again. Yeah. By golly, here you are. <laughs> no other radio show I'd rather be on. <laughs> there That's you go. Nice. Seth, you're awesome, buddy. And I, and I, it was so good to just – Watching how your team performed, because really everybody just about that was talking, if you watched the pregame, you could tell they thought that Chapel Hill was going to win. Oh. And they really did. And you kind of heard that over and over again, didn't you, Coach? That, oh, tell them that when they ask him, what are you going to do about yeah, that? Yeah, I already told him. No, oh, tell, them, oh, tell, tell the listeners. Tell you didn't tell them. Well, so I, yeah, I didn't tell everybody. <laughs> told so them. they're interviewing Coach before the game. They're interviewing Coach Far before the game. And the girl says, you know, they got such great speed. These running backs, they have tremendous speed. And, you know, what are you going to do to combat that, Coach? And he gets real quickly goes, tackle the one with the ball. Oh, you said that way too quick. <laughs> yeah. Said, We're going to tackle yeah, yeah. The, the one with the ball. <laughs> he, that was it. He walked off. <laughs> he just walked off. That was and a mic drop, mic drop deal, wasn't it, Coach? You uh, did good. You know, I, my biggest thing, even at Coronado uh, and everywhere I've been is, and at Caprock was, you know, we can believe things that we hear and uh, believe uh, that is true, or we can go and be real people and figure it out ourselves, you know. So, uh, you know, I heard that we couldn't win at Lubbock because we were inside the loop, and uh, I just never made sense to me. So uh, I didn't know where the barrier was of winning and losing Bill, winning Bill and losing Bill was. Hate to blame it on the loop. Yeah, it wasn't going to be the loop for me at Lubbock Coronado. <laughs> Played the loop. So, uh, yeah, I thought we had great people. We have great kids. And if you get a group of people that work for the uh, same the same, and roll in the same direction, that uh, you can do great things. And, you know, I'd always tell our kids that don't listen to what everybody tells you how good they are. You get caught up with five stars, four stars, three stars, Mm-hmm. You know, and but they can't judge. Uh, you know, we got a five-star motive here because we're all playing together. And uh, you know, and I, I learned that lesson when we played Denton Ryan at Coronado. Is uh, we had some guys, you know, that were looking in the uh, looking at all the social media, and I said, "Man," and we lost that game. And I thought we had a really good team, and it proved that we did, really did. We had Jalen Thomas and and all these guys, and I think uh, Austin. No, yeah, that was I mean, that was Coach had, Anderson. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know we had Jalen Thomas, we had uh, Quay Gray. Quay Gray was Blair, the quarterback then. Yeah. Blair Conroy, and uh, and we had some guys went on playing the NFL and play guys that are making plays in Division One football. But uh, you know, I never wanted to go into a game ever again. You know, beat before we we uh, got on the field. Yeah, and uh, and sometimes you have to talk yourself up. You know. Uh, I call it the Art Browles, uh effect. You know, I always thought that uh, one thing I did think about Art Browles and some of these coaches I study is, uh, and, and you know, Jimmy Johnson, they had a little bit of, we're going to talk about how good we are. We're not going to talk about how good they are. And, uh, <laughs> That's a good you know, word. I, you know, yeah. you're right. Coaches do way too much of that. Talk about how good, and, and the fans and the media. Yeah. They talk yeah, about I the other team. Like, East Texas supposed to have all this people. Well, heck, I knew we were fast too. And I said, guys, uh, you know, we just tackled a guy last year who's going to be playing uh, today in the 
in one of the bowl games that ran a 10-5-4. There's nobody on their team that runs that. So, yeah, and y'all tackled know, him. There's no reason we can't tackle these guys. Well, let me give everybody kind of an update, Coach. Coach Parr got his first head coaching job at Amarillo Caprock. Probably one of the losingest programs in the country, certainly in the state. And you you made him into a winner, Coach. He started out slow, but you ended up making him into 35-37. But at Coronado, his seven years at Coronado, they were 59-26, and 26, went to the regional semifinals, went to the regional finals. And, and were inside the loop every one of those he, years. He stayed, the, the school was inside the loop the whole time. Coach, and then at Anna, get this. He's been, this is his third year at Anna. Seven and three the first year, thirteen and one last year, fifteen and one this year, thirty-five and five, coach. That is that is phenomenal. You, you know, you can say what you want to, but but you and you can coach and your coach and you get the right coaches around you. Y'all have done a great job. Well, I appreciate that. I still think of that one we lost though. Uh that uh, that Salina lost really going to get on me after a while but uh overtime talking about last year no this year 42 40 in overtime oh you've you yeah. redeemed yourself on that one last year who beat you uh we got beat by the state champion china spring yeah china spring okay yeah yeah we redeemed that one too <laughs> this year go. yeah they were redeemed. Yeah, redemption year that was, that, that was a fun game as well yeah uh but uh you know they uh i appreciate it, it you don't think about it and uh you just you just kind of go and put your head in, in the sand and go to work, and uh, we takes great kids that are willing to do all the things it takes because winning's hard, and that's what I try to tell people when when they really uh, they say we want to win. Well, there's a price to pay for winning. Mm -hmm. A lot of that price is time, and when administrators they say they want to win, well, there's a price to pay for winning, and that's. You know, you're going to have to give up some time and you're going to have to give up some resources in order to get it done. Well, that reminds me, Coach Dudley left Monterey and went to Coronado, and he took Coach Magel's sort of work ethic over there, and it didn't go over very well at the beginning. When you went to Anna, did it go over? Did your way of doing things go over, or was there a little uh, learning curve for the parents and the kids? Uh, we had a divide. I think a lot of people in Anna were hungry. For it, but then there was some that still didn't understand it. It was still kind of a small town, and then there was a lot of group that thought you needed certain people in order to win. And uh, and I'm really never one to kick anybody out. I let them figure it out if they want to play. There's going to be a standard that's met, and if you don't want to do that standard, that don't make you a bad person. It just makes you not a football player. <laughs> you just don't get a letter jacket. You're just not with yeah. us. That's right. So, uh, you know, we had around 18 and 19 that decided they didn't no longer wanted to participate and want to go do something else. And, uh, and that was, that was fine. And, uh, I think we had some people worried, uh, that we were losing people, but you know, they weren't, they were telling us that, you know, this is not for me. And then we were finding out when we catered to the ones that wanted to be there, we got more to replace them that wanted that so yeah. uh you know and, and it's kind of uh addition from the subtraction but it's kind of uh you know something that you have to do at amarillo caprock you know, the only reason we turn that around and you know when i'm looking at amarillo caprock and we're going in there our our we hadn't been in the playoffs in 35 years they're on a 29 game losing streak and the one playoff game that they did win 
was Lubbock High. And then they had to forfeit it <laughs> because they gave a guy a lunch. Now that's funny. Uh, gave him a lunch? That's, yeah, they I mean, paid, it's sad, uh, but it's funny. Yeah, paid uh, paid uh, paid the uh, guy's lunch at a media luncheon, and I was like, "Man, this is." So when everybody will ask me sometimes about love guy, I say, "Y'all don't the love guy won because of this." So this makes this place the most unluckiest place. So uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. So, uh, but we had a we had a running back that was really good, and he told me, uh, and he was coming back from basketball. And I had lost some kids at Caprock, and uh, he was shooting, and he told me it was time to come back to offseason. He told me, he said, Coach, I think I'm just going to stay in the gym, and when football comes around, I'll, I'll come and see you guys. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, I, and I looked at him, and I said, Jamar, if you ain't in that uh, lot, uh, if you're not in that weight room in 10 minutes, <laughs> just assume yourself, stay in the gym, and you won't be about to die. You ain't coming back out of here. <laughs> Yeah. And hey, so hey wait a minute. Let's hear the end of the story. Yeah. Yeah, I went to my office, got on my knees, and I said, Lord Jesus, please help me. <laughs> please, Lord. Get, and, uh, let him help me. And lo no, he came through and said, hey, coach, I'm, kind of, so I'm ready to go. I said, well, well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Lord. I thank God afterwards because God has a big impact in this. Yeah. And uh, and he ended up being one of my best kids, and we broke a Broke a 35-year-old playing streak with him, playoff streak, and uh, still takes me to this day. In fact, got to take from yesterday, and and, uh, and that's kind of sometimes you got to stick your guns and have a little luck on your side. What was that? What was this Jamar, full name, Coach? Jamar Johnson. Jamar Johnson, and tell everybody there's a kid that played for you at Cap Rock, and it, this gives you an idea about Coach Parr and how the kids just gravitate to him and. But he's he came to Coronado and was a coach with you, and now he's at Anna, right? I got two of my Cap Rock uh, quarterbacks with me on staff. One that is Victor something? Rodriguez, yeah, and uh, he's the one that was at Coronado. He's my receiver coach, and then I hired my the quarterback before him, Michael Guerrero, and he's my safety coach. So it's always isn't that great? It's great to have those two guys, and and uh, you know sometimes they probably not think it's real great to be around me, <laughs> but. Uh, they're you used know, to you, Coach. We, They're used to you. Yeah, we we had a lot of a lot of Amarillo people, a lot of loving people, and that's why I try to tell people this this championship's theirs too because there's a accumulation of all the people I've ever coached. There was there's trial and error, and uh, and I'm getting a lot of stuff from my Coronado players and and Caprock players, and and I want to let them know that you know this is this is theirs too because you know they were a part of it. A lot of growth and a lot of yeah, a lot of it went into it. Sawyer Robertson, Malone, maybe the one of the you know you got a great back now, but Malone was one of the best backs you've ever had at Coronado, and and uh, I mean there's been, there's been a bunch of oh and Blair Conrad may be the best athlete you've ever coached, and yeah. you had some really yeah. good ones yesterday on that team. Yeah, Blair Conrad, somebody that uh, well, mother and dad are extremely competitive and. Uh, and then uh, Blair is somebody that just has a killer instinct and doesn't know. He's a, uh, what I want in a football player is never believe the hype of anybody, and he goes and proves it. Because if you looked at Blair, you wouldn't realize, you know, there's a bulldog lying inside of him <laughs> that, uh, that I think North Texas is finally 
Okay, I was wondering if he stayed at TCU, but he went to North Texas. Went to North Texas. Okay, good. Went to North Texas. He's only one of the only catches in the uh, national championship game against Georgia. I imagine they should have probably figured that out, but of course they went (laughs) and chased uh, chased height and weight and uh, speed. And uh, but Blair's got something inside of him that 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 those some of those most of those people don't have. And uh, it's an intensity and a burning desire to compete. And he did really well this year. So I'm, I'm excited to see what he's got going for him next year. We're visiting with Seth Parr. He is the head coach of the Anna Couch, the 4A Division One state champions. They won it yesterday over Cedar Hill out of uh, – uh, yeah, is that right, Cedar Hill out of uh, – Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill out Chapel of – Ty- that Cedar Hill's where Joey coached. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chapel Hill yeah. out of Tyler and uh, – 26 to nothing, they won the ball game in the state championship. And, of course, he's a former Coronado coach and uh, for seven well, years. We and- had Billy Joe on earlier, Seth, and uh, yeah. we all agreed that the uh, 4A, what are y'all, Division one, Division, and Division one. Two, yeah. 2 ought to play each other. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I love to play them. Yeah. Who are them? Yeah. Who are they? That was, uh, that's where Jeff Trailer's from. Uh, the Gilmer, I think Gilmer won Yeah, it, Gilmer. Right? Gilmer won at 28-26. Okay. Over Belleville. I'll, I'll take that. I think Chapel Hill beat Gilmer 70-something to, to uh, 50 at the beginning of the year. Oh, Did wow. they really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yesterday when the game started, Coach, uh, you know, I'm watching the game, and I don't know what to expect. I've been listening to the people and talking, and I'm thinking, God, this may be really tough for Anna to win this game. I didn't know that they that other team was so awesome. And <laughs> y'all just drove the ball. It, I mean, it was a perfect drive. I can't think of one thing that went wrong. And then you get them three and out, and it, it couldn't have started any better for Anna. Y'all were ready to play. They, uh, you know, uh, we had uh, actually we we we've watched a lot on film. We prepared. We've one thing we've learned here and throughout the uh, Coronado run was the playoff season is different than the uh, regular season. So what's really hard for me is to pull back. But uh, I think the year ago when we played in the uh, semifinal game and the regional finals, then uh, I think our kids were tired. and You know, they didn't – they're mentally checked out. They went through a big run. They beat Stephenville. They beat Salina. And then they had to beat there. But, you know, what we don't realize is, Everybody gets their mental mental break, so we tried to pull off of them quite a bit and stay fresh and do walkthroughs, which is very hard for me and Coach Ramos <laughs> and for grinders. So you know, you're just you know, we have to grind for everything we get. Yeah. Uh, you know, but uh, I think that played a big role in it, and and then you know, maybe not as long as practice, keep everybody upbeat, keep there everybody wanting to be there. Hey, hey, listen, and, uh, I want to tell you, I spread the word about your linebacker. I already told Tech about him. Well, there you go. Hey, we're about, to, we're about to go to a break, Coach. We just want to tell you how proud yeah. we are of you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Great Thanks job, Seth. Congratulations. Right. State uh, champion. I still got 806 in me. I know you there do. You we'll talk to you later. Right. Thank you. All right, yeah. You've been listening to the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live Saturday mornings from 9 to noon on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app.